10 to 1, episode 30. Top 10 animated movie characters. To one, the podcast where we make top ten lists about everything. I'm Melissa Kozer. I am Brian Kozer, and today we're joined by another special guest, another one of my siblings, Megan Kozer. Welcome to the podcast, Megan. Hi, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Yeah, you were saying earlier something about being in a book. Yes, I said I have been in a book, and I've been on TV. So it's about time I've been on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the big three. <laughs> All right, well, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us why you're qualified to talk about animated movie characters. Well, I am the fourth child in the line of our family, so five years younger than Brian, and I am a senior in college right now, and I'm about to graduate, so I'm really excited about that, and I'm engaged to be married next summer, so that's really exciting. Whoa. Yes, I'm really excited. So, But um, I am qualified for this list, I believe, because I grew up... Uh, we grew up watching lots and lots of animated movies. Right. Most of them Disney and other from other studios as well. But I believe that I have had a very well-rounded education when it comes to <laughs> animated movies. So we had like a whole whole coffee table worth of VHS tapes. In wow. fact, we still have a whole coffee table full of VHS tapes. Wow. <laughs> so. And actually, I've started watch- re-watching them because our youngest brother is only three. So I've actually re-watched a lot of the ones that I haven't seen for a long time so and realized I like fresh. them. Yes. Okay. Yes. Nice. Was it about the same for you, Melissa? Uh, I had a pretty well-rounded education. And <laughs> what was lacking, I've watched a lot, uh, you know, over the years. In making this list... I had a little bit of an aberration from how I normally make lists. Usually I go online and look up a bunch of, like, the movie, all the animated movies. This time I just thought of different characters in different movies. And the ones that really jumped out at me, those were the ones that I realized, yeah, these are really good, memorable characters. And those made the list. Okay. Yeah, and... Any predictions? I'm thinking that we're going to have at least one three-way crossover and maybe two or three or four other crossovers mm. between yeah. two of us. Yeah, I think we're definitely going to have one three-way co- crossover. I, I feel like yeah. we're going to have a couple of crossovers. And for my list, I think there were so many, there's so many different characters you can pick from that I kind of just ended up picking some people that really, when I watch that movie and I watch that character, it just really... It just really hits me. It really gets to me. So that's that's why I decided to put them on my list. All right. Okay, so let's dive right in. My number 10. I was surprised by this one. Now, uh, let me just give a caveat. Just because I list a character from a certain movie doesn't mean that I just totally love this movie or whatever. I'd say... I'm not ashamed of any of the movies that these characters are from, but... Uh, you know, some of these aren't my favorite most animated character, uh, animated movies. That being said, though, I do like some of the characters a lot. And one of them, my number 10, is Remy the Rat from Ratatouille. 
<laughs> really? Yeah, hmm. I just don't know what it is about him, but he's he's so cute for one thing. Like, I've never thought rats were cute, but in this movie he <laughs> is, and uh, he's very clever. He's got this thing about being clean. He, I guess, what's kind of fun about him is he is so unrat-like. You know, he mm. he wants to keep his little paws clean. He doesn't like germs. He wants to have fine dining rather than just eating whatever garbage he can find. And he seems to ha genuinely have a good heart. Like, he comes across this human and he works with him and and uh, gives praise where credit is due and, and so forth. So he's just a genu genuinely likable character. It's my number 10. Hmm. Didn't remember his name. Didn't even consider him. <laughs> I, well, I can't say I've seen that movie over more than once, so I don't feel like I can properly judge any characters from that movie. I did have to relook what his name was, but I the character stood out to me. Oh. Like like his he came to mind without me having to look up the movie. So and that's really how I based most of my list. I did look through a list later on of, of animated movies and found one or two that I was like, oh yeah, that should I should consider them. But for the most part, if they stood out in my mind, then they definitely made the list. Okay. Well, guys, my number 10 <laughs> is Sid the Sloth. <laughs> I thought about him. I almost <laughs> did. I, I mean... <laughs> You've got to love Sid the Sloth. He's mm. this kind of derpy. <laughs> He's not all there. <laughs> you know, pretty clumsy. He he messes things up a lot, but definitely lovable. He has a good heart. He's trying to trying to get this baby home. So you're rooting for him, and you're laughing at his antics <laughs> and uh, laughing at his lisp. I got I don't know that lisps are usually funny, but it is for Sid the Sloth. <laughs> So, I think that's about all I have to say about him. Sid the Sloth. They left me. They do this every year. Why? <laughs> all right. So, that's my number 10. Sid the Sloth. <laughs> all right. My number 10 is actually an animal as well. All of ours have been animals so far, Whoa. if you haven't noticed that. Um, mine, I actually just thought of this one a couple of minutes ago <laughs> because there's so many I didn't know what to decide and honestly I don't really know why I chose this one but I don't know he just popped up into my mind and I decided to choose him I don't think he's a character that many people would think of okay don't keep us waiting he's a cat can you guess can you guess who it is it's not is it a main character the, it's not from the Aristocats nope is it Shere Khan, Khan? nope I'll just oh. go ahead and tell you, it's Rufus from The Rescuers. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know why. I know he's kind a of... A cat with a mustache. Yeah, I know. That's exactly why I picked him. <laughs> I know he's a little obscure, but I don't know. He just seems... Well, I like cats, and he mm -hmm. just seems like a very old man in cat yeah. form, and he's yeah. just a really good friend, especially to Penny. You know, she doesn't have any friends, really, and she's all alone, and uh, I know that it always makes me sniffle <laughs> but i just i don't know he's just a really friendly really friendly companion i feel like mm -hmm. i would like to have him in real life actually so that's nine that's my number 10 that's a good rufus one. well i i can't weigh in on this one because 
I I'm not even sure if I've ever actually seen the movie. I know we had those uh, cassettes that you put mm-hmm. in the cassette player, and uh, when you hear the chime, turn the page, and mm-hmm. and you know you're you're reading along in the book. So I know we had that, and we listened to it a lot, but that was ages ago as well. So no real opinion on this one. Hmm. You talked longer than me, even though you didn't have an opinion about it. <laughs> Well, I think that was a good choice. Hit us with. So I'll just was... have to take your word for it. <laughs> so that was that my was number 10. ten, Rufus. All right, nice. my number nine comes from Monsters Inc. and Monsters University. It's Sully the monster. <laughs> so in Monsters Inc., he's this big, lovable, friendly guy, and a little bit of a pushover. Really good at his job, and then uh, I really like where. After he gets kicked out of uh, the corporation and he gets banished, uh, like something just snaps in him and he's not going to be pushed around anymore. And so he kind of sets his jaw and he's determined to to go back and save Boo. And uh, it's, it's cute watching him interact with Boo. And then also in Monsters University, even when he's kind of the jerk... Uh, preppy, or I guess preppy isn't the right word, but, you know, the jerk guy in in college who is just writing the coattails of his family's name and so forth. He's still kind of a fun character, even there. So, it's my number nine, Sully. That's interesting, because I thought of Monsters, Inc., but for some reason, I don't know if I just haven't watched it in a while, but all of the reasons that you mentioned, I was like, oh, he would have been a good one to consider, (laughs) at least for an honorable mention. I love how cuddly he is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he you can see how he'd be really scary, but then on the other hand, uh, whenever Boo goes up and hugs him, you're just like, aw, I want to go give him a hug too. <laughs> nice. All right. My number nine, Sully. Okay, my number nine is from the movie Tangled. Do you want to guess real quick who it is? Flynn Rider. Flynn Rider. Nope, Rapunzel. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah, she's a good character. Mm. I don't know. Sometimes the cheery, happy-go-lucky characters kind of are annoying. And, you know, sometimes they seem a little shallow. But I don't know. For some reason, it works for me in this movie. And she's uh, like a sort of a renaissance woman. You know, she can paint and she reads a lot and does all sorts of crafty type things. And... Just uh, gets all of her knowledge from books, doesn't know anything about the world because she's been locked up in a tower. So sheltered. Right. And then she gets out and is all excited to to go see things. So So naive. Right. So I don't know. Like if you were just describing that to me, I don't know that I'd say I would like that character. But for some reason it really works. Yeah. Entangled. And good singing voice. Fun little movie. So. Yeah, I really liked Tangled and I really liked Rapunzel and Tangled because I felt like even though it was a newer Disney movie, it kind of brought back all of the classic kind yeah. of feel of the old Disney yeah. movies. And she is yeah. kind of that classic Disney princess at the same time different exactly. than the older one. So that's why I really loved it because it still felt like it was Disney, but it was still a little bit new. I think my favorite part is when she's having her mood swings about having left the tower. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good part. All right. So that's my number nine, Rapunzel. Okay, my number nine is from a movie that a lot of the times I forget that it's not actually a Disney movie. Swan Princess? 
How did you guess? <laughs> My number nine is Jean-Bob the Frog. <laughs> he is, I don't even really know what to say about him. Uh, he is this little frog that thinks he's amazing. He thinks he's this prince and he just needs a kiss from from the princess and he'll turn into this prince. So he expects everyone to treat him like royalty and he treats everyone like his servants. And so that brings a lot of humor into the movie and i just love his accent and just all of the humor that his character brings and he's Mm -hmm. funny without even really trying to be yeah yep john cleese as a french frog that's all you need to know (laughs) i thought it was a cute enough movie but i think a lot of this is the nostalgia for you guys because we saw it it recently yeah nostalgia because i saw it as an adult for the first time and it was I'm. I'm not gonna try and rain rain on your parade, but it was not we're, my favorite. Not let's just about say. Movies, right? Yeah, I know. Talking about characters. Yeah, even the characters, not my favorite. <clears throat> well, that doesn't mean they're not good, though. But no. especially for a kind of no-name movie, mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit underrated. I think it's Definitely. impressive for one of the one of the early ones. Early non-Disney movie. Right. Well, it's Head and Shoulders Above Snow White. Play that. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. At least ahead. So. Good choice, Megan. Thank you. My number nine, Jean-Bob. All right. Well, my number eight comes from an older Disney movie, uh, but not so old that you'd forget about it. It's The Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Want to guess my character? Bagheera. Baloo. Baloo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's so fun and so lovable. He's so laid back, and, and his songs are so fun to sing. And uh, it's fun just watching him kind of get under... Bagheera's skin with how, you know, Bagheera's got kind of this strict timetable guy, and and Baloo's just like, ah, we'll kind of just see how the day rolls around and see what happens. Wait, 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 wait. So what you're saying is, Bagheera is a Kozer, Baloo is a Benzel. (laughs) I just felt like I really could identify with this character. (laughs) The first thing that pops up into my mind when I think of Baloo is that one part during the Bare Necessities song when he's scratching his back on a fat tree and I always thought that must hurt so badly. I actually did try that one time. I was like, oh man, this is not fun. But he makes it look so pleasurable. (laughs) Are you eating ants? Yeah. And you're going to love how they tickle going down. (laughs) And then, you know, he's just this silly, happy-go-lucky guy. And then you see how he selflessly fights the fearsome Shere Khan to save his little buddy Mowgli's life. And even when Mowgli gets kidnapped by the monkeys, uh, you know, he's he's out there trying to save them in his own little way. He's right there dressing like a female monkey. <laughs> who'd, have thought, who'd have thought there were so many good character traits in all of these old <laughs> Disney characters? <laughs> and so that's my number eight, Baloo. Good well, choice. Good choice. You know I love bears. All right. My number eight is Megamind. Fist oh. Yep. I, I wasn't sure if he was going to go on the list, but I decided he had to be on there. And I don't know. I, I think this is another movie that is underrated. I wouldn't say it's a great movie, but it's a really good movie. And there's a lot of, I think, clever humor. Yeah. I don't know why it doesn't get more love. And most of that is, is Megamind. So he's an alien... That even though he's lived on Earth his whole life, he still doesn't quite fit in. He still, you know, messes up 
uh, figures of speech and he can't pronounce words right things like that right so which doesn't really make any sense because he's lived his whole life on earth and he's super smart so how can he not get this anyway <laughs> but somehow it's endearing yeah and seeing him go from just the silly villain to the silly hero or kind of more heroic hero at the end is uh yeah, it's a, it's a good little. Yeah, good, it's a good journey. Yeah, and he's trying so. to trying to play, uh, trying to be an ordinary guy so he can win the girl's heart. Yeah, that was okay. Well, I thought it was sweet. It was interesting to see the opposite, yeah. seeing the villain trying right. to be That's turning to good. So yeah, that was that was amazing. But I definitely, yeah, the humor. Yeah, the, he's is, so clever. The humor is mm-hmm. so. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just different kind than of witty, I guess. right. Yeah. Right. Quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was such a clever story and so wittingly, uh, so wittily told. Now you tell one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that's my good choice. That's, thanks. That's my yeah. good choice. Yeah, Mega Mind. Not no guff to give you about that one from the movie Mega Mind. <laughs> yeah. All right, my number eight um is another character I like just from the humor, as in my last one. It's Kronk from Ember's New Groove. <laughs> Honorable mention for me. I I oh, love. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I don't. I don't have too much to say about him, just because I don't know. I don't even really. I don't feel like I could <laughs> really describe him very well. He's just this oafish sidekick that he's supposed to be a bad guy, but he actually is pretty much the comedic relief. Well, actually, there's yeah a lot of comedic relief <laughs> in that whole movie. Pretty much, that's the whole movie. I guess you don't even. True. But um, I he's just like this bumbling bad guy. Yeah. And he's just like a little boy trapped in this <laughs> huge man's body. And it's just so funny what he comes up with. Mm-hmm. I know. And a lot of times I really kind of hate the bumbling sidekick trope, but it works so well <laughs> in Kronk. And I was going to say, I love this movie, but somehow I just, none of the characters made it onto my list. Uh, I mean, I love the movie as a whole. Everything clicks and works perfectly together, but no single character, I feel, shines out above the rest for me. Hmm. Yeah, Krunk was an honorable mention for me, and uh, Kuzco would also be an honorable mention. Hmm. Good characters. Good choice, Megan. Thank you. I think this one's close to my heart because I believe this (laughs) was the first movie that my fiancé and I started quoting when when we started... When we started being interested in each other, so we started having common ground. <laughs> he actually does a very good imitation of Kronk. You should hear it sometime. Nice. So, right. so that's my number eight. I Kronk. hear a nickname coming on. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, my number seven comes from a movie. I was really surprised he made it on, but it's 101 Dalmatians. Jasper and while Hongo? While I like this movie a lot, uh, is not, I don't think it's in my top 15 animated movies or even my top 20, but something about this character is so great. It is Roger Radcliffe, hmm. the what? owner of Pongo and Perdita. What? Okay, so Wait you see. Wait a second. I'm not kidding. Because he plays piano. I'm serious. <laughs> so you meet him. He's this lovable bachelor. And then uh, after he and Anita get married, uh, you see Cruella DeVille come by. And, and Roger hates Cruella, you know, one of Anita's old college friends. Uh, 
And so he's he's not going to stay put in the same room as Cruella. And Anita's marching around the room talking about how I'd love to see the puppies when they're born. You let me know. And uh, so Roger goes up and starts trying to be as annoying as possible. He goes up to the attic. And so he's pounding on the... Uh, on the ceiling with his foot while he plays raucous music, and then he's blowing this big uh, trombone into the into the floor, and and he's teasing his wife about how Corella is this horrible woman. So it's just fun to see him uh, playing around and and being kind of fun and silly. And then the ba- the puppies are born one cold and dark night, and Corella shows up. And you see Roger go from this very yeah uh, yeah you're, happy... you're not getting the puppies yeah <laughs> not one not, not one single one exactly you <laughs> and, and can that, tell that's final <laughs> you can tell he is terrified of Cruella but you know he he grits his jaw and and stands up to her hmm. and uh, tells her what's what and you feel like standing up and cheering him on and saying you put that woman in her place and tell her where to get off. So that's my number seven, hmm. Roger hmm. Radcliffe. Well, I guess I can see why you like him. I think you see a little bit of me in him. Oh. <laughs> and so that's a good reason to like any character. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say anything, although there's so much I could say. All right. So that was your number seven. My number seven is from Chicken Run. The claymation movie. Oh, is it the old eagle guy? <laughs> I do really like him. <laughs> uh, but I actually did pick Ginger, the main character. Oh, okay. And just seeing... Uh, so she's uh, the main chicken that's just trying to escape the chicken coop and get all of her fr- her friend chickens out of the chicken coop before they all get made into chicken pies. <laughs> and so... <laughs> uh, yeah, just seeing her determination and, um, you know, she's pretty no-nonsense, and uh, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly I guess why you I like see, her a lot, but... you see a lot of me in her. <laughs> I do see a little bit of you in a chicken. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and seeing how she's really skeptical at first, pretty cynical, but then she starts to, to believe that she can escape and uh, believe in the, in the other chicken... That's, Only to be uh, told that it's all lies. Right, and then she realizes it's all lies, and she's really disappointed. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's a well-done, well-done emotional storyline there. Did you cry? Yeah, I always, so, I always so. enjoy that movie. But I, I do really like that old chicken that keeps talking about how <laughs> he's in the Royal Air Force <laughs> and turns out, what was he, like the mascot or something? Yeah. Back in my day, he's in the RAF. You don't think that actually that a chicken fly do, uh, planes, do you? <laughs> or something like that. So, or you could have yeah. picked the one that knits. No. That would be Babs. Melissa's favorite. I know. What's wrong with the chubby knitting chicken? Everything. Knitting's be careful, of the you'll, devil. you'll turn out to be a chubby knitting chicken someday. I'll tell you what. <laughs> These words are going to come back to haunt you. <laughs> just you wait and see. So that's my number seven. Christmas is just two weeks away. Less than that. Ten days. I thought a good good lead character in an animated movie. Ginger from Chicken Run. Well, shifting gears here, I have a character that neither of you remind me of. Uh, he's 
a Disney prince, and he's I actually... I to differ. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Brian. <laughs> and he's actually the most current, or I guess the newest character on my list, or the oh, most recent. Okay. It's Flynn Rider from uh-huh. Tangled. Well, oh. Yeah, I think I really like him because... I feel like of all of the Disney princes, he's the most normal of all of them and the most natural mm. and kind of any guy could kind of relate to him. I feel like all of the the script that they wrote for him was very natural. Yeah. And I just love how... The dialogue. Yeah, all of the dialogue. It's very natural and it doesn't seem very, you know... I am a prince and you know and uh but another reason I really like him is the I love stories of redemption you know mm-hmm. and so I love that he's this bad guy and at the beginning he's this thief and everything mm-hmm. and then throughout the movie he falls in love with Rapunzel and so by the end he loves her more than money and more he, than life exactly that yeah. was that was a really touching moment. Yeah, and you know how much it means to him. So it just kind of it just kind of got me as I was uh it just kind of got me that you see how much that matters to him and then you see how much that he actually loves her and he also saves her at the end which you know is a requirement for every prince. <laughs> of course. So Yeah, I really was not expecting that he would cut off her hair like that, and it was it was really. T- I actually think I might have choked up a little bit at that part. Yeah, good character. I I was between picking him and and Rapunzel from this movie, so right, right. Both I was choices. I was too. I actually wasn't sure which nice. one, but nice. couldn't put him as a couple, so nope. I decided on Flynn Rider. So Very good. that's my number seven. All Flynn right. Rider. Well, my number six comes from the movie The Sword in the Stone, and it's Merlin the Magician. Mm. Oh, I thought so, Archimedes was your favorite. He's fun, and boy, do we uh, make fun of him and uh, use his name to call our siblings each other's names. But Merlin is just such a fun and fascinating character. So all of the history and legends and whatever else aside... In the movie, he's this uh, somewhat crotchety but ultimately likable old man and, and fairly genial. And he want, he's looked into the future and he's he's going to do what's right by this young boy, Arthur. And it's you never quite know just how, how much does he know and control. You know, he's set up for Arthur to have tea with him, even though Arthur never even knew he was even got to meet Merlin that day and uh, uh, got a pretty good uh, hold on his temper too. I mean, the people back at the castle were making fun of him and he doesn't get angry. He just shows them, don't mess with me and tries to use his uh, magic for good. He's a force for good in the world and he's very clever. He beats uh, Madame Mim in the Battle of Wits by using his his knowledge and you know a good moral there knowledge is power mm-hmm. so study mm-hmm. hard and be be powerful mm-hmm. but uh just a very nice clever old man who's using his magic for good and it's just kind of fun watching him get into different scrapes along the way my number six merlin he kind of reminds me of my number 10 rufus only in a magical 
human form. Mm. <laughs> and a longer beard. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Since Rufus only had a mustache. Right. Yeah, that's a good choice. He could have been on my list. I didn't even really think about him. So, good job. All right. My number six is from Toy Story. And there's a lot of good characters in Toy Story. Nice ensemble movie. But I think my favorite is Buzz Lightyear. Oh, I thought um, it was going to be Al the Chicken Man. <laughs> <laughs> from the second movie? Yeah. Uh, no, he's a good villain, but uh, <laughs> I chose Buzz Lightyear. And I really like his his arc in the first movie, how he starts off as this self-assured, somewhat arrogant, but mostly just... Deceived. Pretty straightforward. You know, I'm a spaceman, and... Doesn't realize he's a toy, and you know he's he's played for for humor for most of the movie because he's uh, you know acting like as if he's a real person, and these different things keep happening to him. He's trying to get home, and then partway through the movie, he realizes he actually is a toy, like uh, Woody has been saying the whole movie. And so there's a really sad moment where he tries to fly, and of course he's not a flying toy. And so he crashes down, and mm. there's sad music as he lies there on the ground, and then he kind of goes goes a little bit off for a while. He's Mopes. Just, <laughs> it's a rough right, moment. He's, he's moping and acting kind of crazy. And then eventually he pulls it back together and um, is the hero at the end. So, yeah, I really like, really mm. like the Buzz Lightyear arc and the, the humor that Tim Allen brings to the character. So, good in in Toy Story 2 and 3 as well. So. Yeah, I like how he really becomes kind of Woody's right-hand man and is really dependable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Woody's a good character too, um, but Buzz Lightyear's my favorite. Yeah, I'd agree. None of the Toy Story characters made it on my list, but yeah, he's a good one. All right, well, that's my number six. Well, my number six is another Disney prince, and... This one, I've always considered him my favorite. I just, he's just really classic. Hmm. I think I know which one. He's your classic Disney prince, and he's, he's the man for any woman. Is he off of Sleeping Beauty? Yes. Yes. Philip, yeah. Prince Philip from Sleeping Beauty. I just think he's, well, first of all, he's so noble, and Mm -hmm. he's (laughs) handsome, if you can say that about an animated character and he's a man and, a yeah he's man. a man he can oh, and he can dance and sing too so he's yeah. romantic now you might say it, he's a little weird because you know they meet for the first time and by the end of the song mm-hmm. her head's on his shoulder it's a little weird but it's a fair tale so anything can happen in those <laughs> but but i i really like him because he like you said he's a man there's a couple other disney princes i won't say anything bad about them but you know <laughs> Prince Charming and the no-name one on Snow yeah. White. They, they don't really do much. Right. And um, they're fine for the story. I know you have to have a prince in there, but he's he really had a part in the story. Right. And he, I feel like he goes through. He actually maybe, worked. Right. He goes through sense. a lot yeah. to save her. And I really love that about him, just his bravery and the courage that he has. So. I know, fighting a dragon, so cool. Yeah, he is a good one. I think the one, I think I like the guy from Swan Princess better, Derek. Derek, I oh. like Derek better. But I 
I like Good him choice. too, but I uh, I always remember we always make fun of some of his quotes. <laughs> He's a little corny at times, <laughs> so that's one of the reasons I like him. But yeah, good choice, Megan. Good choice. Thank you. My number six, Prince Philip. Maybe you like Philip because he's kind of the strong, silent type. He doesn't really say much in the movie. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so okay, my number five is that what we're on? Comes mm-hmm. from a movie that I wish got a lot more love. You talked about Megamind is not high on people's lists. I really wish Rise of the Guardians <laughs> was so was getting so much more love. This is a great movie, people. Mm. Why does nobody like mm. this movie? Mm. Gorgeous movie. Mm. Clever. Anyway, mm. so my number five is Jack Frost from Rise of the Guardians. So he's kind of the loner, sort of the outsider, uh, just kind of uh, the character that brings fun, you know, snow days, and uh, he kind of wishes that uh, people would acknowledge his existence, but, uh, you know, he's not famous like Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny. And uh, as the story progresses and you learn more about him, you learn that back when... Uh, he was just a boy. Uh, he died saving his little sister's life. And you see how he was this uh, wonderful older brother and he took care of her. And so he's just this really sweet character that uh, has a has a few, I guess, emotional setbacks. You know, he's kind of lonely uh, now and, and people don't really acknowledge him. But he opens up and, and learns to, to work together with the team to stop the spread of evil. So do you guys have anything you want to say about him? This is another one I've only seen once, so I don't know if I can I can add much to add much to this character. <laughs> I like the Yetis better. Yeti like, Pomp. Yep. Marching around with their banners. And their pom poms. Right. Uh other than that don't have anything to say. Boo. <laughs> you guys suck. My number five, Jack Frost. Yep, yep. All right, my number five, it's from Winnie the Pooh. So do you have any guesses? What can be from Winnie the Pooh? Tigger. Well, I thought about this earlier. Winnie the Pooh just popped in my head, and my guess for who you would pick if you picked Winnie the Pooh was Owl. Nope. Tigger. Ah, Tigger's love to bounce. The best character. So fun. Always, always hopping around and having fun. Cheerful. Knocking people over. Mm. Messing with Rabbit. (laughs) Rabbit's carrot patch. Yeah, and it's uh, such a great, such a great little short. The one where he agrees that he won't bounce anymore. I think it's Mm. if if he gets down off a tree. Is that what it is? He says he'll never bounce again. And so when he realizes he can never bounce again, he... Kind of starts slinking off really sadly. And then everyone agrees, even though he said that. We should let him. We should let him go ahead and bounce some more. And Just wouldn't be Tigger without happy the again. bounce. Yeah. And uh, if it came out with that Tigger movie a few years ago, that's probably like 10 years ago now. That was pretty good, I thought. Mm. Pretty, a little little emotional, I thought. Yeah, I remember right, it being. Right feels. I remember it being emotional. So we'll have to check that out when Lady's a little bit older. My, so, my favorite episode was uh, where they all go down the wishing well because it's Tigger's birthday, and so he's wanting a banana split and a pogo stick. Did you guys ever see that episode? 
Mm, I don't think None. so. I think oh. so. From the newer cartoon. Yeah, we love Many Adventures that in Winnie one. Pooh. Yeah. No. That that's sounds a, like a fun one. That's though. a fun one. Yeah, I do like Owl and Winnie the Pooh himself and Rabbit. Rabbit's probably actually my second favorite. They're movie. all lovable. Yeah, I definitely yeah. like Tigger. He was actually, I was seriously considering him. Yeah. So yeah. there's no reason he didn't make it into the list. There's but no reason. I he's he's very him. classic. No I, love, I love him. <laughs> he probably deserves to be on really, the Really good voice acting. <laughs> yeah. He might be the best voice oh, yeah. acted one on mm-hmm. my list. So that's good my choice. number five, Tigger. All right, my number five is kind of for the sheer nostalgia. Because after you mentioned a character from the same movie, I was like, hmm. Yeah, I probably should have picked that one too, but this one, this guy, he just, I don't even know if it's necessarily his character. He just gets me emotional, hmm. at least in the fi- in the last movie they made about it. My number five, Woody from Toy Story. Aww. So I read about this, about the first movie, and uh, because I actually just recently watched the first movie, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize how much of a stinker he was on the first one, and he's kind of a yep. he's kind of a punk, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, kind of I right, and I just read that they actually meant for him to be even worse than hmm. it ended up being. That he was actually going to push Buzz out of the window on purpose and not feel sorry about it at all, and the <laughs> other toys were gonna mob him basically Whoa. because the writer i guess or whoever wanted a more adult edgy kind of Hmm. feeling movie but then i think after it was showed Mm -hmm. they didn't think it would work or something so they went back and they had to change a lot of the plot Hmm. so that's why even though it's died down a lot from that original plot he's Mm -hmm. still kind of Mm -hmm. that kind of character right so i don't necessarily like him the most from the first movie although he does have some pretty hilarious sarcastic lines (laughs) uh, from the first movie um but i definitely like the the second movie um he's just really likable he's pretty much the leader of all of the toys and he's just a really likable guy all around everybody looks up to him to lead them and when he's gone it's just great to see everybody you know band together to try to find (laughs) him Mm -hmm. and and that's actually the reason I didn't like the third movie, because mm-hmm. I felt like I kind of grew up with Woody, you know? So at the end of the movie, when he, when Andy leaves and he's not with him anymore, actually, mm. I admit, I cried. And uh, <laughs> so I decided to make up my own ending for that movie, because whenever <laughs> I don't like endings to movies, I change the ending. <laughs> So I wow. made it up the ending that uh, Andy kept him, and then he had children of his own, and then he played with Woody with his children. Or he never grew up, and <laughs> he stayed with Andy forever. <laughs> so, yeah, because that's better. But uh, it, a fun fact that I found about him that is actually really creepy is that he was originally written to be a ventriloquist dummy. Oh. And I am so glad yeah. they changed that, because I think every kid would have been freaked out by that, yeah. by Toy Story, so... Thank you guys for changing that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and I like how he's uh, pretty creative on sort of getting out of situations. So, yeah, not a bad choice. But like I said, no Toy Story characters from mine. Very good choice. Very good choice. So my number five, Woody. All right. We're getting into the really good ones. These are the ones, I guess, uh, five and up, Jack Frost and up. 
were the ones that I knew would make the top five. But my number four is the only villain that made it onto this list. Now, there's a lot of really great villains in the animated movies. (laughs) Uh, But when compared to some of these other characters, uh, I just, just couldn't quite put them on the list. But this one, couldn't keep them off. It's Scar from The Lion King. So, when you first meet him, he's kind of the on the sidelines, sort of causing trouble, not showing up to Simba's uh, showing off uh, a whatever party, I guess. I don't know. But, you know, not super, you know, not, not a bad guy per se, just sort of neglectful, negle- negligent, and, and not really that great of an uncle. And then... Maybe causing a little bit of trouble here and there, trying to eat Zazu, but not that big of a deal. And then, all of a sudden, uh, you see him skulking around with the hyenas, and you start to see this uh, malevolent side to him as he tells them they're going to kill Mufasa, and that the day is near. And then when the stampede of the wildebeest occurs and Mufasa is trying and fighting his way up out of them and he's wounded and badly injured and and Scar grabs onto him with his claws and with a sinister look in his eye he says long live the king and gleefully flings him off the edge of the gorge into the herd of trampling wildebeest below and that part is so dark. So, uh, something about it, he's just so malevolent. I had to had to put him on this list. And then to tell Simba that he's the one that caused his father's death. And he seems so sincere. And, ah. Uh, and then later on in the movie, he's sort of uh, being a little playful as he's telling Zazu to sing something for me. Oh, no, not not. It's a Small World. Something with a little more bounce to it. Uh, so he, he's just got a bunch of different sides to him. And uh, then you kind of see the whining, sniveling side when Simba comes up. And just something about how sneaky and conniving he is. It's great. Yeah, he was actually... I thought he was going to be on my list for a while. He's definitely an honorable mention. Good choice. So, actually, it was kind of between him and Jafar for a lot of the mm. same reasons. Mm. Uh, and I really had a hard time deciding between the two. But it was that that moment where Scar goes, long live the king. And then he flings Mufasa out into the abyss mm. that, that made him make the list. Jeremy Irons. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with him. Mm-mm. My number four, Scar. All right, my number four is from Beauty and the Beast. And I like a lot of the characters in Beauty and the Beast. Cogsworth, very good character, the little clock running around. Gaston, good character, of course. The Beast himself, of course, very good. But I'll actually put another Disney princess on my list. Surprising, I know. Wow. But I'll put Belle as my number four. Wow. Yep, definitely the best Disney princess. Likes to read (laughs) and... uh, Practical. Right, and 
uh, how she sacrifices herself for her father. Yeah. I think is is something that all little girls should should aspire to oh one day. Goodness. Lydia, Lydia, if you're listening to this, take some notes. <laughs> yeah, and wow. how she makes the best of a bad situation that she's in, and and still tries to still tries to uh, be cheerful and put positive spin on things is probably the reason I like her a lot. And the part where she. Uh, realizes the giant library that's there in the castle that's a pretty cool part seeing the how excited she is about that so that's that's why i chose her any thoughts yeah she's a really strong character i really love i i guess it doesn't necessarily play into it but really good voice she's one of my favorites yeah and uh i just love i love her personality pretty much everything you said she's just really fun she kind of sees the good and everything and you know she's the one that changes the beast into a yeah back into the happy <laughs> actually i guess he was in a happy yeah so that's true completely changes him so yeah. good job yeah <laughs> she's a really good character i'm just surprised that one you have a princess on your list two it's yeah, this I'm princess surprised. and i guess you had uh rapunzel earlier <laughs> it's funny you've got more princesses than i do so far. Interesting. Uh, I, I don't think I've had any. I don't have any. And- <laughs> <laughs> I, they deserve to be there, but there's and, so many. There's so many. Yeah. And, I, I and mainly- three, I really thought Gaston or uh, LeFou would be your favorite character hmm. from this movie. Hmm. So, or even the Beast himself. So, uh, I, I'm just really surprised that this is your favorite character from that movie. Yeah. Um, I guess I mostly chose main characters because they tend to you tend to see the most change from them and they tend to get fleshed out the most yeah right so there's definitely characters that you know there's side characters that make me laugh or that i enjoy seeing on screen but in general i i think i went with with main characters i would say is my favorite so that's why bell was my number four okay all right great choice my number four is a classic Disney adventure that, if you can guess, it's a book. The Jungle Book. No. Tarzan? <laughs> it was a book that was changed in the humans are animals instead of, they're not humans, they're animals. Robin, Robin Hood. Yep. Robin Hood, my number four. First of all, I just like foxes, but that's not really the reason why. <laughs> I just I just love... I don't know. He's so adventurous. And I just always love, I've always enjoyed watching that movie, even older. I just love, and I, you know, you can get into the whole, you know, robbing from the rich to give to the poor (laughs) poor thing. But um, I just love he takes care, trying to take care of everybody and everybody kind of depends on him. He's, you know, kind of like the hero, you know, kind of like a superhero, kind of like Zorro type character. And... I just really love, I think, the adventure in the movie. And there's so many good characters, actually, in that in that movie. And it's got Baloo the bear in it again. That's true. <laughs> Masquerading as, as a bear. little John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of really good characters in, in Robin Hood. Yeah, it's, it's a fun movie to watch, but I don't really feel that uh, most of the characters are really... Uh, 
really stick out as shining characters beyond Robin Hood himself. I would disagree. You would disagree. <laughs> I think I liked how he played so many different... I think I used to always love when I was younger all of the different disguises he would oh, do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those uh, are fun. Those That would always... All of the different voices he'd do, and he's pretending to be the old lady and telling mm-hmm. the fortune is one of my favorite <laughs> scenes. <laughs> and, Ooh, the lolly. <laughs> Ooh, the lolly. <laughs> I just love how clever he is, I guess. That's so true. it's not just, you know, you can get a lot of movies where you have brute force and, you know, all the... Not so much in animated movies, yeah. but, you know, but he's very clever, and I like that. Yeah, he's got cunning. Right. So that's yeah. why I like him. Okay, I suppose I can get behind this one. So that's why I chose him as my number four, Robin Hood. All right. Well, my number three is a crossover with Brian. <gasps> Ooh. Already mentioned it. Do you want to guess? Megamind? Yes! Everything oh. you said. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Good high five. So, yeah, he's so witty, so much fun. Uh, Just pretty much anything he says is a treat for the ears. And even though he's the bad guy, he's one of the most enjoyable bad bad guys there there ever has been. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm not going to elaborate too much more than what you said, but it's my number three, Megamind. Very nice. Okay, my number three is from The Rescuers Down Under. Talk about a movie with a lot of great characters. <laughs> and a lot of great quotes. I could just about do a top ten just for <laughs> rescuers down under characters. But, I want to guess. Okay. Is it Bernard? No, he's not a real oh. mention, though. It's the pea soup guy. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's Wilbur. Really? Oh, really? That's Bro. awesome. I actually did consider him, but he didn't make a list. <laughs> hey, have you yep. ladies seen any mice around here? <laughs> <laughs> yep, played by John Candy with, with John Candy's little laugh. <laughs> you, can't, you can't go wrong with John Candy. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, this is, I think, the only the only side character kind of on this list. But I just really liked how he, he's try, he tries to play it cool, tries to be suave, you know, you see him dancing around and trying to talk to the ladies, <laughs> but <laughs> he's, he's a little bit of a bumbling. Of- right, a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. bumbling, but definitely there when they need him. And some of the suffering that he goes through is pretty, pretty comedic. <laughs> <laughs> so any any time he's on the screen, I'm happy. Yeah, in that movie. So yeah. Definitely had to put him on the list. Yeah, he's fun. So I have a question for you. Okay. What do you prefer about Wilbur as opposed to Orville from The Rescuers? Orville isn't much of a character as I remember. It's been a really long time since I've seen The Rescuers, but I don't remember him doing much other than flying them there. Mm. Is he? Does he stick around afterwards even? I don't remember I him don't doing remember. anything. He might. But, I don't know. I mean, he's good too, but Wilbur's definitely the better brother. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious. Mm-hmm. Didn't have an opinion, mm-hmm. just asking. I mean, he really gets involved. And John Candy. And John Candy. Right. I didn't even know that, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I yep. guess I haven't seen it in a while, so. Yep, yep. Good choice. Yep, Good choice. That's my number three. And, uh, well, we'll see if there's any other rescuers down under characters that show up. But if not, I do have some more honorable mentions from that movie. But I know one of them. That's my three. <laughs> Wilbur. All right, well, my number three is actually pretty similar to my number four. Actually, not really, but in a way, he is. <laughs> okay. Speaking of mice, um, which 
I mean, from the we rescuers, weren't. I mean, we weren't, <laughs> but now we are. <laughs> so, now we're speaking of mice. <laughs> My number three is Basil of Baker Street uh-huh. from The Great Mouse Detective. And pretty much I like him I pretty much for all of the reasons anybody would like Sherlock Holmes, because he's basically mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes in a mouse form. I mean, doesn't he actually live underneath mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes's house? So... I guess I always liked him just for, he seemed so smart, and he always seems to be on top of things, even when everything is going wrong. That's why I actually used to hate the one part where it seemed like everything is going wrong. Radigan has trapped him, and he finally kind of gives up. And I always hated that part because he always seems to be on top of things no matter mm no matter how bad things are. And I kind of always felt like, oh, no, it really is over. Because <laughs> if he thinks it's over, then it's over. What's going to happen now? And obviously, you know, I've seen the movie thousands of times. But still, every time, I'm just like, no, no, it's not over. You can still make it through. And so um, Radigan's a good character. Um, and just he's such a creepy bad guy. And I just love how um, he makes him look bad. And um, yeah, he always he somehow always is on top of it and saves the day in the end. Well, I've only seen the movie once, and it was okay. Uh, I I think a lot of this for you guys is going to be nostalgia as well. I just don't have the nostalgia that you guys do, but I would say part of mine is because a lot of these, like I said, it just kind of a lot of these. There's so many characters that I had to narrow it down some way so a lot of these are like if they really struck a chord right. with your young heart right yeah i mean though if you like sherlock holmes you're gonna like basil baker street like megan already said i and, actually uh, i actually preferred watson over sherlock holmes and that that's was fine. That movie he's also in that movie yeah and so yeah i mean sherlock holmes if you listen to my fiction our fictional characters list sci-fi and fantasy characters you know sherlock holmes made my list so i definitely considered putting basil baker street on good good character good Mm. choice thank you so that's my number three all right moving into the twos it's getting hot people okay so this one i'll be shocked if it's not on your list my number two is aladdin the wonderful thief who is clever and quick on his feet and just wants to win the girl's heart. It's the ultimate rags to riches story that we all love. And, uh, you know, a lot of times in movies, characters make bad decisions and you, you kind of think, well, I, I just don't know why you would do that. But, uh, Aladdin decides he, you know, he comes across, uh, this magic lamp. He's lucky. Uh, and he wants the genie to turn him into a prince so he can go win the princess's heart. And then later on, after he's won her heart, he realizes, oh, wait, now I'm going to marry her and I have to be a prince and rule a country. And I'm just not cut out for this. I've been a beggar all my life. And so he starts to really think his decision through. But come on, which of us wouldn't have done the exact same thing in his shoes and wish to be made you know, a prince or a princess so that we could go win the person of our dreams. So uh, I like that he's lucky, but he he uses his street smarts and he thinks fast on his feet. Uh, and for all that he grew up having a hard life, you know, he, he still got a good heart. And uh, 
he's kind to those that are even worse off than him, and uh, and he only kind of steals from those who really can afford it. Kind of a Robin Hood character. So that's my number two, Aladdin. I think you just like him because of nostalgia. <laughs> Just that, kidding. He's a good character. I, I will say because you've been saying that on our our list. That does play a, a somewhat small part in this one because this was my favorite movie growing up, <laughs> and is still probably a movie that I can quote from front to back. <laughs> but you have to admit this is a really strong character, good story arc, a uh, strong change. I mean, he realizes he can't keep lying to the princess. And he decides he's going to tell the princess the truth, only he happens to decide too late. And now everything's just tearing apart and Jafar's winning. So, anyway, you guys have anything to say beyond making fun of it? This one's actually on my fiancé's to watch list for me because I haven't... I think we watched this when we were little and then we didn't... I didn't watch it probably from maybe four or five until I was... 14 maybe and i haven't watched it since then so honestly i don't you talk about his the arc that he goes through i honestly can't remember really anything about it so Mm -hmm. so my fiance is like you need to watch this honestly i haven't seen this movie since uh before we left puerto rico my family so back when i was maybe 10 or 12 or younger uh, but it's made such an impression on me, really molded my life. And so yeah. uh, you can tell it's really stayed strong with me. The connection's unbreakable. I'll have to get back to you on that one after I watch it again then. <laughs> <laughs> my number two is Aladdin. All right. My number two, not quite a crossover with you, Melissa, but a crossover movie. You mentioned Monsters, Inc. earlier. And Sully's an okay character. He's good. He's good. He's likable. But Mike Wazowski is definitely, at, huh? definitely the best character in that movie. Yep, he's he's the the comedic part of the duo. You know, Sully's the straight man. Mike is always uh, coming up with these uh, different different schemes, and uh, he has different plans, and um, he has things that he wants to do in life, and they're all getting foiled by this little human that's wandering around the city. And uh, wandering into their lives. And so it's kind of fun to see him as he's exasperated and uh, he gets kind of thrust into the hero's role, I suppose. He's um, kind of on the sidelines. Uh, not not directly the hero maybe as Sully is, but you know, still uh, cares, for, cares for the kid and is trying to do the right thing. But a lot of the movie is... You know, him being upset at Sully and being really <laughs> frustrated with how everything's going wrong in his life. Everything was good, you know, he had a girlfriend and a good job and and uh, it's all falling to pieces. And uh, even his friendship with Sully seems like that's just falling to pieces. But then by the end of the movie, he's come back around and he's helping Sully out and see that, that friendship holding strong. So, I think it's one of the one of the best friendships in these these animated movies. So, I wow. agree. Now I really want to go watch this movie again. Yeah. I think <laughs> I liked the movie better as a kid. Doesn't quite hold up maybe because we watched it so many times growing up. I know we did watch really it two times in a row. The very first time we watched it. We finished wow. the movie and we were like, let's watch it again. And we literally <laughs> watched it 
two times in a row. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't do that anymore. Yeah. But no. <laughs> it's still a good movie. And real great friendship. Sully and Mike Wazowski. That's why I had to pick him for my number two. Yeah, I felt like he was a little bit uh, too over the top. That's oh, why I no. chose Sully over Mike. But yeah, he's fun. Billy Crystal. Gotta love him. So what's your number two, Megan? My number two actually really surprised me. I never realized how much I liked this character until I started making this list. And he was actually pretty low at first. Mm -hmm. But as I kept looking through this list, he kept going higher and higher and higher. And I somehow he ended up as my number two. Mm -hmm. And he's actually the only villain on my list. So can you guess who it is? Uh... Hasn't been mentioned yet. Nope. Movie hasn't been mentioned either. Okay, it's me... actually not one of my favorite movies. Let me just run through my list of villains. Jafar, Hades, Ursula. It's a guy. Oh, okay. Movie yeah, it's we a guy. mentioned yet. She well, just said that. Uh... It's Disney. Mm, Captain Hook? Yep. Oh, yeah. Captain Hook. I really thought about yeah, it. Yeah, I actually don't care a lot for this movie like i it's not the first one i'd pick mm -hmm. we picked an animated movie to watch but i love this character yeah, he is so great right i just i actually just this is one of the ones i watched recently with my little brother and my parents were even watching it with me or our parents i guess i should say and they were even cracking up on his scenes with the alligator and everything and uh, i did actually look up some stuff for him and uh i thought it was interesting it said that his character was really hard to pinpoint and they changed his personality around a lot because at first they were gonna have this really foppish kind of character mm. but he was still mean enough to murder people but i guess they didn't really think that worked so then they changed him to be super cruel and evil and stuff and so finally they uh, came up with what he is what we know him as today and um, I don't know why he's so likable because he's so evil, so but devious. he's so classy at yeah. the same time. And um, I just really like he's like this gentleman bad guy, I guess. Yeah. And mm -hmm. just all of the even the scenes with the crocodile is just apparently they're thought of as some of the most comedic scenes in animation history. Really? <laughs> yeah, huh. which is which is interesting. But hmm. I don't. I didn't even realize that I liked him this much until I watched this movie recently. So mm. this one even surprised me. Yeah, pretty much every scene that he's in is great. Even when he's making fun of women and uh, <laughs> <laughs> making fun of Tinkerbell. Cast away like an old glove. <laughs> yeah, he was. So he was on both of our list for villains, right? When we did our, yeah, our he villains was. episode. Yeah, so he's on that list, so I didn't want to put him on this list, just because I'd already mm -hmm. feel like we yeah. already talked about him. But I'm really glad you put him on your, on your list. He, he definitely could have been He deserves to be on, on mine. This. If we hadn't already done a villains list, right. right? I think he would have been on mine. Right. So. And a fun fact about him is that when they finally did decide on this personality, mm -hmm. they realized that people would actually like him, so they decided not to kill him off at the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, so, good. I'm glad they didn't, though. I like how I like how they ended that. So that's my number two, Captain Hook. Very good choice. Thank you. Can't dispute that one. All right, number one, the best animated character of all time, best Disney princess. 
Hmm. Mulan, the only Disney um, princess to make my list. So she just doesn't quite fit in because uh, she kind of wants to do grand things and not just have her life mapped out for her. And then, uh, but you know, if that's what uh, it takes to to bring honor to her family, then she'll do that. And, and it's family honor is very important to her. And then she finds out that her father is going to have to go to war. And if he goes, he won't survive because he received a crippling wound in a previous war. So she takes her father's place and dresses up as a man. Something totally unprecedented would bring terrible shame to her family if it was ever found out. But she's doing it because she wants to save her father's life. And... I just love watching her uh, during the training where you see she's having a much harder time of it than everybody else because, you know, she's a little weaker and and uh, certainly not as fit as the guys are. And then you see her grit and determination that she is going to stick this thing out. And she ends up being the first one to climb to the top of the pole and retrieve the arrow. And everybody else rallies behind her example, and that's what really pulls the whole camp together. So, I and she turns out to be a really swell, really awesome uh, warrior. I don't know; she's just so cool. My number one, Mulan. I can appreciate <laughs> appreciate that choice. I guess when I think of well, first there's a question that begs to be answered: Is she actually a Disney princess? I know she's but... technically. <laughs> Technically, no, but she's always included. She's on all of the party them. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I usually think of them, you know, as the damsels in distress and stuff. But I can appreciate that side of her, and I'm glad that they didn't overdo it. You know, there's a lot of things that's like, girl power, let's right. overdo this. But I thought they did a pretty good balance in. Right. Well, I like that movie. And they didn't movie. diminish the men just because she ends up, you know, being the first to retrieve the arrow. Right. And she doesn't turn out to be this really manly woman or whatever, you know. She's still mm -hmm. very feminine. She's like, just because I look like a man doesn't mean I have to smell like one and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, she still is a girl. So, it's fun. Good character. Good choice. My number one, Mulan. All right. My number one is a crossover. Hmm. We all know what it is, honey. Who is it? <laughs> Aladdin. Nope. Are you kidding? It's not Aladdin. What? It's Baloo the bear. Oh, it's a bear. Surprise, surprise. surprise. <laughs> you know I like bears. Yep, Baloo the bear, for all the reasons you were saying. Amazing in Jungle Book, the friendly old bear, kind of the, the fun uncle character in Jungle Book, and he's a... Uh, like you said, has his serious moments and, you know, has to has to give up being with Mowgli there at the end, even though he would he would for himself rather just have Mowgli around to play with and have fun, but realize it was it would be better for Mowgli to go to the, the man village. And so does what's best for him instead of for himself. And of course, he's good, like you guys were saying, in Robin Hood uh, although it's Little John, it's really the same character, Blue the Bear. Same voice actor, same character design. Same on Tailspin, too. And Tailspin mm. is what I was also going to I mention. think he's a little lighter complexion on Robin Hood, though. 
That's true. Okay, he's brown instead of gray. Maybe he was younger, <laughs> and then he got sunburned. But but the same character. And then, of course, Tailspin. Fun cartoon. Mm. Also with Baloo. So, gotta love bears. Gotta love the king of the bears. Baloo. But is it because he loved the character or because he loved that he's a bear? The character. Hmm. And part of being, part of Baloo's character is that he's a bear. Good choice. Good personality. <laughs> I like his character. Yeah. So. Okay, so. Little disclaimer on on mine. He's a good character, I will admit, but honestly, I can't say that he's my favorite all time. I mean, I kind of can, maybe. Come on, but Megan. honestly, it's hard. I'm probably the most indecisive person in the world, so it was really hard for me to put put this list together. But I think one. I think everybody will agree that this that this is a good character, and it's kind of it's kind of hard to say because. Like I said, Prince Philip, I thought, was my favorite prince. But I don't know. This character is my favorite, but not my favorite. Girl, if he's your number one, it's got to be your favorite. Okay. My number one, yes. The Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Okay, so he is the greatest because, well, first of all, the movie is just great. I know you guys mentioned this on your previous list and there's so many great mm-hmm. characters but i just love the beast because he's this ferocious animal that he's not actually really he's not actually ferocious he just is kind of like that on the outside i feel like he's kind of not very secure he's kind of insecure so i feel like he just doesn't want anybody to know what he's really feeling so he kind of puts off this air that he's kind of this gruff person, but he's actually a big teddy bear inside, (laughs) and it just takes Belle to bring that out in him. And like I said earlier about the whole redemption story, now he's, you hear at the beginning, you know, he's kind of this bratty, spoiled prince, and then, you know, he learns about love and everything, and putting others first right and he realizes what's really important and i don't know i just love that about him and also he's just really cool like he yeah, looks he really cool and the whole wolf's wolf scene i love that I part yeah. i mean prince philip parts. is cool fighting the dragon and everything but when he <laughs> gets in there and he's tearing up those wolves yeah. Oh, man, I just love that. Right. And when he's fighting Gaston at the end, Mm -hmm. and he's such a... Get out. (laughs) And and he saves him, too. I mean, he doesn't kill him. Yeah. And so I just think there's so many good character traits that he has. Now, the only reason I said I don't like him is when he changes back into a human. (laughs) I have to say I like his beast form um, better, which is... (laughs) But, uh, I mean, he is French, so I guess he can, you know. Is it the long know. hair? Yeah, kind of. It's just, he just kind of has a little, his his features aren't as manly when he, <laughs> when he turns into a human. I think, actually, it's more like you've seen him as that person the whole movie, and then at the end, he's this different person. You're like, no, that's not the guy that was yeah. in the whole movie. So it kind of, it kind of throws you off a little, kind of like on Tangled, when her hair is cut off at the end, and you're like, mm-hmm. wait a second, she seems like a different person, because mm-hmm. she looks totally different. Right. So I think that's what it is. I don't dislike him after that, but he seems like a different person, even though he's the same exact person. So that's my number one beast. Yeah, good choice. Uh, you mentioned 
the couple of scenes that I were go- I was gonna bring up where uh, the wolf fight and the the battle on the tower those are those are just epic. But I really like the ballroom scene too, where mm. uh, you first see him and he's standing at the top of the staircase and he he just looks really nervous, especially when he first sees Belle. You almost feel like he's about to bolt and <laughs> and run away. He's just so nervous. Which is kind of interesting, you know, he's this big, fearsome beast, mm-hmm. but... But he's a big softie. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of my fiancé. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Nice. Well, Josh, <laughs> that was I don't know what to say. <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> well, Megan, I don't. we didn't have any crossovers, but we kind of did. Oh. Because... I chose Rapunzel, you chose Flynn Rider. I chose right. Belle, you chose the Beast. Right. So. We did a couple of crossovers. Exactly. And I think when we have the honorable mentions, you might see that many of yours are in my honorable uh-huh. mentions. So. Okay. Okay, so moving on to honorable mentions. Uh, I don't. I didn't have too many. Uh, one of them was Wally. And I know, Megan, you were kind of making fun <laughs> of the fact that it's such a high character, but he's so cute. Such a cute little character. Um, and he's got a lot of personality for a robot. I like Toothless, the dragon mm. from How to Train Your Dragon. Mm. Uh, I like Olaf, the snowman. <laughs> he's just so, mm-hmm. so lighthearted and so fun. I love his kind of <laughs> giggle. Um, and then Jafar. Uh, and I was just, uh, undecided as to whether he or Scar should make the list. So. Mm-hmm. So he didn't make it at all. Okay. Yeah, the minor honorable mentions that we didn't already mention. Boris the Goose from Balto. Do you remember oh, Balto? Oh, yeah. Maggie? I actually put Balto on there and then I took oh, him yeah. off. But yeah, yeah. Yep. He was a, just a funny old goose character. We'll have to show you. I'll have to show you Balto. Sometime. And mm-hmm. the polar bears from Balto. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot funny. about them, too. Yep, uh, sadness from Inside Out. Mm. I thought about yeah. putting her on this list. <laughs> so She's great, great. but I like all of the characters on Inside Out. Like I, I like anger mm-hmm. and disgust. Yep, uh, Rescuers Down Under, like I said, has a bunch of great characters. I cannot believe Melissa that you did not put Joanna. I uh, know. How is Joanna not on your top <laughs> ten? That's like your spirit animal. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's your totem. <laughs> anyway, Joanna, definitely an honorable mention for me. Oh Bernard God. from Rescuers Down Under. And McLeish, Percival McLeish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great villain. Who do you think you're messing with, you dumb animal? <laughs> <laughs> and Carl from Up, the old man. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's cute. Yeah. I like him a lot. Yeah, I so. like him too. Those are my honorable mentions. Well, my honorable mentions, like I mentioned, are actually... Pretty much everybody that you guys have on your list. Um, I started listing some Beauty and the Beast characters, but then I was just like, you know, there's too many. So, um, but Belle, Cogsworth, Gaston were the ones that I wrote down. Really like those characters. Um, Sid the Sloth <laughs> that you mentioned earlier. Megamind, you guys both mentioned. I almost put him as my 10, Aww. but for some reason I changed him because I felt like I don't know. I felt like, yeah, it it would have been right there. Mm -hmm. I really thought Aladdin would be our crossover. Come on, guys. We're not as familiar with it. I think that's why, for me, at least. Um, 
uh, George from <laughs> Aristocats. Oh, no, I forgot to put him on. Yeah. I thought of him earlier and I was going to put yeah, him on. Yeah, I just Honorable love him. Yeah, sure. I, uh, Is he the butler? George. He's the Tarara Moon. He's the lawyer. Yeah, that guy. Oh, I don't recognize uh, him. With the huge, the glasses that make his eyes look humongous. He's only at the very beginning. Yeah. The very end. But I used to think his name was Jaj because oh, I don't yeah. know how she pronounces his name because it's mm-hmm. French. But anyway, I love it. I don't know. He's nice. not even in much of the movie, but nice, nice. he's always, I've always loved him. Um, Tigger, mm-hmm. Mike Wazowski, <laughs> Prince John from Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. He's one of my favorites. Um, Rapunzel. I would have put, and uh, McLeish and uh, Joanna. I did put those on yeah. as well as um, Rothbart from Swan Princess. We were just talking uh, about him yeah. earlier. So. Definitely yeah. an honorable mention. So Rothbart. Well, this has been a really fun list, guys, and thanks so much for joining in, Megan. Oh, yeah. Thanks, thanks for so much. Me. Thanks so much, listeners, for listening. We would love to hear what some of your favorite animated movie characters are. Write us at tto at coser.us, or you can comment on our website, tto.coser.us. And if you add a slash 30 after that, it'll take you right to this episode. We'll also have a couple of show notes if we have any there at the website as well. Until next time, I'm Melissa Coser. I'm Brian Coser. And I'm Megan Coser. And you've been listening to 10 to 1. Okay, so what are y'all's least favorite characters from animated movies? There's a lot to choose from. Oh, yeah. But my least favorite from Fox and the Hound, Big Mama. <laughs> what What a stupid name. Oh, name alone. Who would ever want to be called Big Mama? And her voice is so annoying. See, she that's why I, that's no why I thought part. it was a guy when no, I was younger. There was no point to Mama, her. Mary. I know. Mama. No point to her being in the movie at all. And they could have just totally done without her. And it just makes me cringe every time she talks. Big Mama's here to help you. Don't you be afraid. Ugh. What about you, Brian? That's that's a good choice. <laughs> that is definitely a good choice. Mine is from a movie you blessedly have not seen, Melissa. But Megan, I know you'll back Uh-oh. me up on this one. Pebble in the Penguin. I knew you were going to... Hubie. I almost put him on uh, his mind. I, I'll be interested to see who you thought that's was worse hilarious. than Hubie. Oh, Hubie man, is hilarious. this really dumb penguin. <laughs> he has a really dumb hat. A dumb face. <laughs> He's really dumb. <laughs> he he's in love with this other penguin who is slightly less dumb than him. All the characters are dumb basically in this movie. Uh let's see. Got to love that opening song though. <laughs> uh, the songs are dumb in this movie. I remember you saying, "You can't have a a penguin villain that you just can't do that." <laughs> yeah, the villain's pretty dumb. I mean, the only non-dumb one is the really sarcastic one that hates Rocco. everybody, Rocco. He's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Except for the very end when he's happy and he gets kind of dumb at that point. Yeah, we were actually just talking about that one today. I I almost uh, thought of him for my least favorite. Oh, and man. then I remembered Rocco and I thought, hey, I think that's the only character Brian likes from that And movie. what a dumb name, Hubie. <laughs> that is a really retarded okay, sounding if, name. If you're a real life person and your name is Hubie, that's a dumb I'm name. Sorry. Okay. <laughs>
Okay, I do not apologize for her. Go pay feelings. to get it changed right now. <laughs> you be okay. I am sorry if that's your actual name. Yeah. I'm sorry, but what a dumb name. <laughs> if you want to laugh, go check it the out. Best Pebble of, and the Penguin. Uh, uh, the best part of the movie is when he almost gets eaten by a leopard seal. That would have been such a better movie if halfway through he just got eaten by a leopard seal. Megan, tell me, what's worse than Hubie from Pebble and the Penguin? Okay, well, I almost went your guys' route and picked my least favorite as in, wow, this is an awful character. They're so stupid. Yeah. They don't even deserve to be in this movie. And so I left in there so many and I considered a couple. But I actually decided on picking, instead of someone so ridiculously bad, I chose this character instead, um, which kind of freaks me out. That's why... He's my least favorite. He's a little obscure and doesn't get much screen time in the movie. Um, but every time I see the scene with him, it just freaks me out. It's the coachman from Pinocchio that takes all of the boys <laughs> to Pleasure Island. I hate him. He's so creepy. And, I don't uh, call him at all. Yeah, he's I'll this, he's this, this big now. guy. And he's like white hair. He has this really big nose. And uh, he drives them to Pleasure Island and stuff. And then um, at the end, you know, when they're all turning into donkeys and stuff. He's, like, ripping off their clothes and shoving the donkeys into there and stuff and making money off of selling them and stuff. And he's just, he's just so evil and he just, I don't know, it's, there's just something wrong about turning little boys into donkeys and selling them for money. It just, ugh. I never, I never really cared for that movie anyway, but, ugh. I just really hate his character. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wish you would take Hubie off the pleasure island and turn, <laughs> turn him into, him a, into donkey. a donkey that'd be another improvement anything that would be, be a good movie <laughs> maybe take big mama with him 